Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting uh, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, we're talking about how God's restoration must be complete in us so he could send the fullness of his glory upon his church. And today we're going to begin to go deeper and talk about where did the church actually go wrong? Again, uh, no condemnation, just to understand where we went wrong to know if there are any places that we need to correct and still put right. And of course, in this process, we know the enemy sowed division in the body. And so he's the one that needs to be exposed. So remember, our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with spirits and principalities and for the pulling down of strongholds. And so today, I want to kick us off with a definition of the church written by Dr. Daniel Juster. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Daniel Juster, he is most probably, um, along with Michael Brown, most probably the one of the greatest messianic theologians um, uh, in the ecclesia today. He's carried the burden of this reconnection and alignment message for over 40 years. And Dan has been an amazing apostolic influence over my life and uh, really helped me uh, to uh, oversee a lot of the material in the Romans 911 project. Give me his input and I'm very pleased to inform you that he has been greatly pleased um, by the what's in this project and of course its approach because he knows that it's taking us deeper now to bring about this restoration and move us into the legs and the face of this transaction. Uh, Dan spent most of his life blowing this holy shofar so the church could be alerted to the message. But now we're moving further into uh, actually moving into it. And so let me read this to you um, and then we'll go from there. The church is that body of those from the nations that have embraced the Jewish King Messiah and thereby become joined in the Messianic Jewish remnant, sorry, joined to the Messianic Jewish remnant, who thereby have become attached to or rooted in the Jewish people and joined to the Jewish people in their destiny, even the redemption of Israel and the nations the world. And you know, to me, as a Jewish believer, this is a very clear definition of how the church is supposed to be, especially now that Israel is re-emerging. God's children from the nations are grafted into Israel and it's common as its commonwealth, and it's not the other way around. But due to the church's disconnection from its roots and heritage, most of the church does not view really view things this way and might even be offended by this definition. Here in 
lies one of our greatest challenges in this day that we live in. Because Jewish and Gentile believers are divided and the devil has ravaged any association between the two with the aim that they will never meet. But thanks be to the mercy and glory of God, he plans to restore and reform his ecclesia, his holy church, for his return. And this is really where we're at. So where did we go wrong regarding Israel? I think first we have to understand that the church experienced a huge loss when it broke away from its Jewish roots and heritage. What might have appeared to be an amazing deal for the church in nationalizing the faith in the fourth century under Constantine, it actually stripped the church of a great deal of its spiritual power. This disconnection was most probably the root cause and the beginning of the Abrahamic curse that would fall upon any who would come against Israel. That's outlined in Genesis 12.3, I will bless those that bless Israel and curse those that curse. So not long after that, the church becomes religious like its Jewish predecessors, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and this caused people to follow a religious system rather than connecting with the intimacy of the new covenant, which promised through Yeshua and the Holy Spirit that each of us would know God for ourselves. That's in Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. It was almost like we took a step back and, and almost kind of became like those in the old covenant rather than the new, because the new was all about intimacy and love. And so the church looks to replace Israel and almost replaced Israel in an old covenant sense. And so what we lacked was a greater deal of the intimacy and connection that the Father wants to have with us. Now, I'm not saying, beloved, that we don't have intimacy, but I think there's a whole lot more for us to be had. And I think we see this clearly in the book of Acts, and especially before the church nationalized with Rome, that it moved in, in great intimacy, and there was such love between Jewish and Gentile believers and the glory of God was on them. And just read about the power and the signs and wonders that preceded the body in that place. And did Yeshua not promise us that the latter rain was going to be greater than the former? So the question is, beloved, how do we get there? And what's in the way? What's in our way that needs to be removed that we can move into a greater measure of this fullness that the Father is so desiring and wanting to send upon us. So from that point, the church advanced into the dark ages. And while it was sleeping, Islam was born, looking to steal away many souls who were connecting with Mashiach 
connecting with Christ and adding even more confusion into the pot regarding the deity of Yeshua, of Jesus. Second, we must fully understand the devil's strategies against the family of God that enable him to keep dominion over the earth. As blinded as Satan may be by his own pride, he will never give up without a major fight, which is evidenced in Scripture. See Revelation 12, 7 through 9. And in these end time battles, we need to recognize the Jewish people and our association with them as his prime targets, not only to destroy them, but also to keep the church separated from them and from us in terms of our great role. And I'm speaking on behalf of the Gentile side of the family now, which obviously, this obviously includes Jewish believers as well, our great role to help bring Jewish people back to life spiritually. Beloved, remember, without Mashiach, without Yeshua, Jewish people are still under the curse of sin from the law. And they need, like all the rest of us, to cross over from its curse. That's why Yeshua came. But he came to Israel first. Israel doesn't have a separate covenant. Those that believed took Yeshua out. And those children from the nations who believed in him were grafted in to Israel along with the Jewish believers to receive their covenants and promises. That's the one you man. But the enemy's main goal here, even beyond Jewish roots and biblical calendars, is to keep us separate from one another. When the evil one is exposed, beloved, in this area, and we restore in love and unity and, and are empowered by it to go after other divisions, Satan's demise is truly coming close. My dear friend, Arnie Klein from Emmaus Way Ministries, who's one of the pioneers, along with his wife, Yoni, of 24-7 worship ministry in the land. He speaks to this place of darkness in the land, that there are three particular principalities that we need to become more aware of that need to be encountered on the way to the Lord's return. First, is the spirit of religion and legalism, which is rooted in Jerusalem. You can feel it when you're there too. It, it affects you in different ways. The second is the Greek humanistic spirit of worldliness, which is rooted in Tel Aviv. And then the third is the spirit of false religions, the new age, witchcraft, and other spiritual religions which are rooted in the Galilee 
Beloved, when the Jews actually come in, the enemy is finished. This is one of the main reasons why there are such heavy strongholds already positioned in the land to prevent the Jews and Arabs from coming to faith. And this is also one of the main reasons why the enemy has launched such attacks against the family of God between Jewish and Gentile believers, keeping us separate and divided because he understands how instrumental we are in God's plans to help bring redemption to mankind and true love and unity between us as Jewish and Gentile believers in the one you man. And if we're going to get totally free from the enemy's influences here from our past, we need to gain a deeper understanding of this as to how he has actually influenced the church, influenced the body in this area. And we also need to be very honest with ourselves with great humility and actual brokenness to come into this place with what has actually transpired between us in church history and how this is still affecting us today, not only in the church at large, but also individually as children of God. Beloved, in our next teaching on this subject, we are going to raise the issue of anti-Semitism and discuss um, a lot of its influences. And here we will discover and expose how the enemy has been using this against us, but how we need to come into deeper places of repentance to break these things off. Receive that mercy of the Father, that washing. Why? Because he is looking to lead us that in view of this mercy, he says in Romans 12, that our minds and hearts would be renewed. And especially now in this place between Jew and Gentile, as we allow the Father to heal this first breach. And you know, I'm, 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 I'm sounding the alarm here and repeating the, this focus on the healing of this breach. Why? Because when we allow the Father to heal the breach, it was the first place of division in the church. And it's where the enemy came in and was empowered to bring division into so many other areas. Just look at the Protestant side of the church to witness how we are all, so many of us are just building our own individual kingdoms. And when we we don't agree on things, we go and start different denominations. Beloved, this has to stop. The Father looks at us through a community lens. And we need to begin once again to focus on taking back our communities in prayer. And of course, we begin to discuss this in a much deeper way 
as we begin to get into the second and more of the corporate focuses actually and the reforms for the church and of course prayer and intercession are going to play a huge role so i wanted to finish on an up note beloved so i look forward to to tracking with you next time as we go deeper in to this reconnection message beloved may the god of israel richly bless you lots of love in yeshua thank you grant for that insightful discussion to dialogue with grant and hallie please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org again that's email at romans911.org if you resonate with the romans 911 project Please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end-time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age, in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith, and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration, now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body, and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.